No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 9 where David declares the Lord's works. God will judge the world in righteousness, but he will be a refuge for everyone who trusts in him. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Psalm 9 looks forward to the day when God will right every wrong. It's a fitting prayer for our world today. The title begins, To the Chief Musician, to the Tune of Death of the Son, a Psalm of David. It seems that David wrote this song to a well-known tune of the day. It is interesting how songwriters often put new lyrics to old tunes. Verse 1, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When times are tough, when disasters loom on the horizon, when the evening news brings sorrow and anger, that is the time to lift our voices in praise. God is sovereign. He is on his eternal throne. At last, he will have the victory. He may turn his face from his people for a moment, but he will come to their rescue and prove himself to be the righteous judge in his day. When Satan seeks to oppress us and relentlessly attack us, it must sound like nails on the chalkboard to him when we lift our voices in praise to God. Whenever we praise God, let us praise Him with our whole heart. Let Isaiah's words never be said of us. These people draw near to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. May both our lips and hearts be focused completely on Jesus Christ, that we may praise Him with our entire being. This lifts our spirits and opens wide the gates of heaven for divine blessing. David counted it his privilege to declare the marvelous works of the Lord to others. Think of God's marvelous works that are chronicled in Scripture. His marvelous works in sending Christ to redeem our lives from our sins, in answering our prayers, in coming to our rescue. We have so much to declare of God's faithfulness and loving kindness toward us. During these dark days of pandemic, racial division, and anarchy, it is my conviction that the church needs to sing, sing, sing. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Do you think I'm crazy? We ought to express that God is in control and still working all things for good on behalf of his loved ones. The Apostle Paul tells us to rejoice evermore in good times and bad, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Verse 3, When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sat on the throne judging in righteousness. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. When the enemy comes in like a flood, when he seems to be advancing and there's no stopping him, we need to remind ourselves that God will at last shut Satan down. 
the one who divides the sea from the land and tells the proud waves to stop at the shore will set boundaries for the devil. He advances just as far as God permits, and then God turns him back. Do you remember how Saddam Hussein seemed so formidable and invincible? But when our troops invaded Iraq, they finally found him hiding in a hole. So will it be for Satan and every soul who follows him. They will all fall and perish at the awesome presence of Almighty God. David had a tremendous history of seeing God working on his behalf. Numerous times the Lord defended David's cause against Saul, who was constantly seeking to kill him, but David saw God repeatedly vindicate him. The Lord allowed David to defeat many of the surrounding peoples who had made themselves enemies of Israel. The names of their notorious kings were blotted out. Charles Spurgeon said, In the light of the past, the future is not doubtful. You see, the same God who sat on the throne then still sits on the throne today, and he will come to the defense of those who trust in him. O enemy, destructions are finished forever, and you have destroyed cities. Even their memory has perished, but the Lord shall endure forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness, and he shall administer judgment for the peoples in uprightness. God shall judge the world in righteousness. Now that's the title I would give this psalm. When lawlessness abounds, when people act as though God doesn't see or doesn't care, we can hold on to the truth that God endures forever. He sees everything and he will judge the world in righteousness. Injustice thrives now. Senseless destructions mount. Statues are defaced and destroyed. But who will history remember? Heroes and statesmen of old will continue to be remembered while the names of the wicked will be forgotten. When it comes to administering justice, earthly rulers may fail us, but God will visit his righteous judgment on the lawless ones who refuse to repent. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And those who know your name will put their trust in you, for you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. The Lord is our refuge. Over the last few months, we have heard much about staying healthy and staying at home. But may I say that the only real refuge is in the Lord. He is our everlasting shelter from the violent storm. And all who seek him in times of trouble will find him. Jesus beckons us to come to him when we are weary and heavy burdened. And he will give us rest for our souls. He said that whoever comes to him, he will by no means cast out. The Lord is a strong and mighty tower. The righteous run into it and are kept safe. The only way to stay safe eternally is to abide in Jesus continually. For his blood is the only shelter against the wrath of God. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the people. When he avenges blood, he remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the humble. 
This is the second time David calls us to sing praises to the Lord and to declare his deeds among the people. David never grew weary of doing this, not only for his personal edification, but to inspire others as well. The fact that we are studying this psalm some 3,000 years later proves that he was effective. God does not forget the cry of the humble. In Revelation 8, we see that an angel brings a golden censer with much incense before the throne of God. It is offered along with the prayers of all the saints. So we see that God never forgets our prayers. You may have forgotten, but God remembers. And he will answer every prayer prayed according to his will in his time. Have mercy on me, O Lord. Consider my trouble from those who hate me. You who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may tell of all your praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. If you are living a righteous life, you will be hated. Jesus said that since the world hated him, it will hate us also. People will bring trouble against us. But like David, we can ask God for his mercy. We ask him to consider our trouble. Think of how he has already lifted us up from the gates of death. I don't know where you were at when the Lord first called you, but I know that if he had not intervened in my case, I would have been on a fast track to death, spiritual death and perhaps physical death. And everyone who has rejected Christ is on that same road to physical and spiritual death. But no matter how far you have gone down that road, God will rescue you from the gates of death if you will but call upon the name of Jesus. Because whoever calls upon his name shall be saved. And when he does, then you too will declare his praise and rejoice in his salvation, how can you keep from singing? The nations have sunk down in the pit which they made. In the net which they hid, their own foot is caught. The Lord is known by the judgment he executes. The wicked is snared by the work of his own hands. Meditation, Selah. This is God's justice. He is not a mean tyrant ready to whack into oblivion anyone who crosses him. Rather, he simply gives people over to their own lusts and people self-destruct. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, we're told. The nations dug a pit to entrap others, but then they fell into the trap they made. A person reaps what he sows. David ends verse 16 with two words, meditation and selah. The idea is to stop and think about what he has said. The fact that whatever we do to others will come back on our own heads should cause us to stop and think when we are tempted to do evil or when we're considering doing good. God will judge each person according to what he has done. And with God, there's no partiality. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. What an alarming verse this is. If only people would take it to heart. The wicked relish in their freedom to do whatever they want. Who will stop us, they say. But even as they follow their own way, they will be turned to hell and there will be no escape. And this will happen not only to the overtly wicked, but also to those people who simply forget God. They were godless because they never made room for God in their hearts 
or in their lives. And because they forget God, God will forsake them. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. But the poor and needy will not be forgotten so long as they trust in the Lord. Although their expectation may take many years to be fulfilled, it will be graciously given in its day. So keep your godly expectations. Despite what you see, God's justice will triumph over evil. Only don't lose heart. Arise, O Lord, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. David concludes this psalm with a desperate plea. Arise, O Lord, don't let man prevail. May this be our plea as well. We need God to arise in mighty power. We need Him to bring revival to the saved and an awakening to the lost. We need God to show up and prove to the nations that they're mere men, men who will one day stand before the holy and awesome throne of God to face their judgment. Perhaps then they will repent and receive the only pardon for sins, believing in Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow we look at Psalm 10, a prayer for God to arise and judge the wicked and a praise that he hears the desire of the humble. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. (laughs) 